It is time now for the world of cryptocurrency news in 15 minutes or less. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm veteran newsman Gavin Dawson. Welcome in to the Crypto Daily News. Let's kick the tires and light the fires, Big Daddy. All right. LFG, baby. Please hit the like and sub on the way in if you haven't already. That would mean a lot to us. And most importantly, if you start watching, please watch at least half. 100% would be great. But if you do bail early, leave us feedback on why. We'd love to chat about it, find out how we can earn more of your viewing time. Guys, I am very excited about the content today, though. Here's what is coming up in the CDN. We have a top executive in crypto spelling out what will dictate where this market goes over the next two weeks. Crypto markets having a green day after a horrible weekend with new local lows. Do we have to get used to the lows or are we bouncing back? Charles Hoskinson teasing ahead to the summer for Cardano, the Alonzo Testnet, and Gogan. Great insights from Chuck. We have four signals the Bitcoin market might be hitting its local bottom. And then the neighborhood watch. Guys, I'm going to go ahead and give you an example on how to know when your favorite YouTube influencer might be getting too emotional despite what they say. Can't be trusted for now. Let's take a look at that. But before we do any of it, news teamers, how about a visual representation of our market via the Coin360? Stop! Stop yeah. Many people are jumping for joy after the weekend. Seeing Bitcoin at a very modest 37.6 is reason to celebrate. ETH 24.5, Binance, Doge. Let's take a closer look here with the winners and losers. And Cardano has recaptured some of its gains, up 18% to a buck 48. Binance back over 310, it's up 24%. Uniswap up over 20 bucks again, picked up 18.5%. Link up 25%. Solana, oh na na, sitting up 19%, back over 30 bucks. And VeChain's up 26% to nearly 11 cents again. Nice job. Let me add Matic late here for the winners. Big old bounce, got 58%. The losers, pretty much all those same coins, but over a seven-day period, still a lot of room to go to get back. Cardano still down 35%. Polka, Polka Dot's been hit for 51% still, despite today's gains. Uniswap and Link down 40% plus. Let's take a look at some Bitcoin dominance. We check it at the top of every show because where Bitcoin goes, everything else flows. The dominance, where are we? 45.93, heading back closer to 50. Bitcoin should be increasing in value much more quickly compared to alts than it has in recent months. Bitcoin fear and greed index. It is uh, 11 last week and not gaining. Now at 10. Holy cow, I didn't think it could get any lower, Will. All right, let's move on. Crypto news you can use. Uh, first headline, crypto's next move is completely dependent on the stock market, says Barry Silbert. This one at CryptoPotato.com, the founder and CEO of Digital Currency Group, parent company at Grayscale. His uh, latest statement follows an earlier post on Twitter where he described the current crypto market meltdown as being healthy. Reacting to the recent crash, Silbert stated that many crypto traders had become long-term investors, which he considers to be healthy. I ain't giving up my trading, Barry. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Crypto markets rebound $300 billion dollars. Bitcoin above 36K, now over 37K. This one on CryptoPotato.com as well. Bitcoin slumped from 42 to below 34. It was actually 31.6 again over the weekend. It attempted a brief recovery. The bears kept the pressure on, pushed it further south. In the past 24 hours, 
BTC had dumped to just over 31 after some mining pools halted their operations in China over the weekend. More FUD. It's all starting to blend together these days. Nevertheless, the bulls intercepted the move, reversed the trajectory. Nice job, bulls. Next headline. Four signals the Bitcoin crash might soon reach a local bottom. We're still going back and forth in this channel, guys. Number one, Bitcoin fear and greed index, lowest it's been since April 20, right before it shot up. A gentleman at Smart Contractor, they attach a nice tweet here for us. You can see where these green dots are. Pretty big upswing coming immediately after. Look at those green dots, okay? The numbers don't lie. Second reason, stock to flow charts. So far, they've been very reliable when applied to the Bitcoin chart. The founder of Applying Stock to Flow, a gentleman named Plan B, says the model predicts 30 is the low, saying if the crash does continue over the next two weeks, though, the model in the four-year cycle would become invalidated. These are indeed crucial times. Three, on-exchange stablecoins are at an all-time high. There are a lot of bullets waiting to be fired. People just aren't sure if it's now, but they are going to make a move eventually, and it will be glorious. Four, Bitcoin dominance is on the rise. We just gave you that. Maybe this sell-off is exactly what Bitcoin needs to reset the market and reestablish itself as a fast riser. Next headline here in the CDN news you can use. Michael Saylor says, mounting global scrutiny of Bitcoin a non-issue. Here's why. Interview with CNBC, he was asked about the volatility Bitcoin is facing and if it should be a concern for investors. March 12th of uh, 2020, we had $2 billion of trading on Binance and the price was around 5,000. In August 10th, when my company entered the entire Bitcoin market, we had a billion dollars of trading on Binance and the price was around 11,000. May 18th, biggest day maybe ever for Bitcoin, we had $13 billion traded with the price around 37,000. I think what those stats tell you is that Bitcoin's coming to life. It's an institutional grade safe haven asset. And Although there's volatility, the volatility is the price you pay for it to be 10x outperforming the S&P index over a decade and be outperforming NASDAQ and S&P by a factor of eight in the last 12 months. Big Mike getting it done again. I love how cocky and understated he is about just dunking all over people who are critical of Bitcoin. If you ever need to feel better about your decision to invest in crypto, just watch Michael Saylor. What a pimp. That's uh, how he dismisses any suggestion that Bitcoin is not the apex asset in the history of humanity is just epic. He also addressed the topic that came up on taxes. He says for the Treasury Department to say, if you transfer more than 10000 of Bitcoin and oh, by the way, you've got to pay taxes when you transfer or sell it. He says it's a non-event because it's been the status quo for every asset in the country forever. It's just legitimizing Bitcoin as the apex asset, the best one. And I think it's good for the industry. Boom. Nothing burger on that tax story, says Mike. Next headline. Five lessons from Bitcoin's very bad week. Number one, crypto is still prone to crashes. Don't get that twisted. The volatility is decreasing a bit, but it's still not for the weak-handed. And as Mike just told you, that volatility is what creates the value. Number two, much of the mainstream media is still hostile towards crypto. They are skeptical. And here's what is going on as a 20-year veteran of mainstream media, they know their audience likes to hear stories that question whether it's legit or not. That's really the nug of the issue. Legit, scam, great investment. What is this? They're playing into ratings and satisfying all spectrums on the story. Number three, Bitcoin has a reputation problem 
It's considered by some to be a currency for drug dealers and kidnappers. And it's also super bad for the environment. These guys need a stern talking to for Michael Saylor, don't you think? Yeah, here you go, guys. Come over here. I'll give you a Bitcoin noogie. Number four, Coinbase and other exchanges still crashed. Couldn't handle the traffic. It's not cool at all. Step your game up, Coinbase. Uh, it's one thing if it happens to Robinhood, but not you, okay? Number five, crypto fundamentals are still sound. They wanted to end on a positive. Very important to remember that unless there is a big economic downturn, uh, these are market games played by market makers who want your money. They want you to sell low, and they're damn good at it. If blockchain is permanently hacked, if Wall Street crashes, if the dollar crashes, things could get nuts in crypto, and who knows what that future looks like. But anything short of that, it's whale games to play with your emotions and take your money. Stand up for yourself, okay? Stop selling at the low anyway. Cardano close to launching smart contracts. Old Chuck Hoskinson, the main man, a king of the space, cryptobriefing.com. Here is the absolute latest on what Charles is saying about the timing. I'm going to go verbatim here. He was asked, what is going to happen next with the Alonzo hard fork? He said, soon we're going to launch the Pioneer test net, run that for two months, and feature freeze at the end of June. It'll be about four to six weeks to actually do the hard fork and turn on smart contracts for the main net. We have also started the Plutus Pioneer program where we are training over 1,000 developers who have expressed interest in writing decentralized applications on Cardano. Uh, how is the Cardano ecosystem developing in terms of the various applications and use cases? Charles, we will have NFT marketplaces, DEXs, stablecoins, and oracles. A lot of these protocols are very easy to replicate. We have a project with runtime verification where we're writing the blueprints for all DeFi primitives like Uniswap, SushiSwap, and so forth. We are simply going to re-implement them on Cardano. It's better, faster, cheaper, and more predictable on our system versus Ethereum. There is also an open question of liquidity in customers, uh, and customers, and we have some strategies for that. Another advantage that Cardano has over Ethereum is a built-in decentralized VC catalyst that has over $250 million of available for, funds for, uh, for funding dApps. We will fund 100 to 200 ventures in the next three months. Not only new dApps, but also migrations to Cardano. Holy cow, Charles has big plans. Do you think he can pull this off? Leave a comment down below. All right, let's move on to the neighborhood watch here. Crypto Man Rand will have our first tweet a few hours before the show, tweeting V-shaped recovery in progress. The reason I put a spotlight on this is because, first of all, I have a lot of respect for Rand and the Crypto Banner team. I, I really do. I watch their show every day. But so many of the influencers have a strong interest in the market going up. Their subscribers and likes grow when they are positive. Any sign of the BTC coming close to 40 over the weekend for the last 72, 96 hours, there are dozens of folks out there, many influencers tweeting, talking about, here we go, full recovery. Guys, the charters, the technical guys, the TA guys, we have to listen to them. They're telling us very strongly the resistance is at 42. All we're seeing right now is sideways volatility. There's no evidence of anything else, Rand. And there is no reason to believe we are doing anything other than that until we have confirmation over 42 on any number of indicators you want to look at. Until we get there, we are in what is being called a capitulation phase. The market is forced back into accepting reality and exiting their positions from fantasy land, okay? And when we move from 34 to 37, that is evidence we're in a fantasy land if you're calling that a V-shaped recovery. I'm sorry, I'm just a newsman. At Crypto Recruiter, Dan from over there, Crypto Capital Ventures, 
He has himself a great channel as well. Has anyone else been buying ADA on the cheap? I, I did. I, I did. I got it over at, at a buck twenty over the weekend. Not the bottom, maybe, but perhaps very close to it. At CZ Binance, people who panic sold are more likely to FOMO back in. I get it. You see it going down. You're thinking, oh my goodness, it's going to keep going. We're going to zero. I just got into crypto at the worst possible time. It's going to come back, okay? Again, unless there is a dollar collapse, a Wall Street collapse, or a zombie apocalypse, these are whalish games. Don't give up your coins for cheap. Cheers to you if you made it to the end. Cold beer! Coming right up like you're at a ball game. Cold beer! I love it when the, when the guys carrying the cold beer used to say that. Please hit the like and sub on the way out. We'll keep working hard to bring you to the best info and analysis here at News Teamers. The Crypto Daily News is available in audio-only podcast format, by the way. And a huge shout-out to my man, Will Riggs, who continues to redefine greatness in the world of YouTube producing. He can uh, analyze himself quite a bit. You'll be hearing from him soon. Remember, none of the preceding messages, financial advice, it's just news. Until tomorrow, covering the world of crypto one Satoshi at a time, Gavin Dawson.